Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> That's a good two truths and a lie situation, don't you mm, think? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Welcome to I Tell My Husband the News. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed. He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty. Thanks for having me, Shannon. What is up? Hey, Shannon. How are you doing? Good. We had a fun weekend this last weekend. That's right. We were apart, though, so that wasn't oh. too fun. Yeah, my weekend actually wasn't fun. I just worked all weekend. But you kind of worked, but in a fun way. You went to you went to Chicago for, for a podcast conference. That's right. It's a big one, right? Yeah, the Third Coast International Audio Festival. And you guys probably all notice a huge improvement in our quality because Shannon's applying all of what she <laughs> learned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It, it can be kind of validating to go talk to other people who create audio. It's very validating to find out that people do things similar to the way that you're trying to approach them, too. Well, hopefully you got us a couple more listeners or something, too. I hope on that, so. On that road to a million, I hope. <laughs> Helping us on that road is we got three, three, Shannon, new five-star reviews Thank you so much to Tracy L. Oswald, Our Good Cam, and Sheila Abdullah. We super appreciate it when people do that. Makes a huge difference. We also got a really kind email from someone who I think might be based in Germany because her email ended with .de. I want to thank Amy for her really kind email. Really kind words. We really appreciate that. You can always email us at I tell my husband the news at usatoday.com. Uh, we also love hearing from people on Twitter. I'm at Dusty Terrell. I'm at Shannon Ray Green. Baby Rhino Bites Cincinnati Zoo Patron. Expected to be fine. Since when do patrons get to interact with baby rhinos. (laughs) A visitor to the Cincinnati Zoo and Botanical Garden last Tuesday was bitten by a rhinoceros, according to police dispatchers. The story was written by my colleague Sheila Vilvins, who works at the Cincinnati Inquirer, which is part of the USA Today network. Dispatch confirmed one person was hurt by the zoo's baby black rhinoceros, Kendi, during a private encounter. The Cincinnati Fire Department was called to the zoo. The incident is under review, according to zoo spokeswoman Michelle Curry. The incident occurred during a standard behind-the-scenes tour with staff. Hundreds of people do the same tour every year without incident, she said. I didn't know that these sorts of tours existed. I've been just in the front of the scenes like a normal person. (laughs) All this time, I could have been behind the scenes holding baby rhinos, I'm presuming. Well... 
Probably Let's not. not go that far. You probably far. don't get yeah. to hold them. Yeah. But I definitely would try. <laughs> and then I would get bit. And then, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, I see. <laughs> but this is why maybe people don't want you, Dusty, coming on those private tours. <laughs> the zoo tweeted an update last Tuesday afternoon tweeting, quote, Kendi, the one-year-old rhino, nipped the tip of an adult male's right index finger during a behind-the-scenes encounter earlier today. The guest is being treated for a minor injury and expected to be fine. That seems worth it. That's fine. I could handle. Even if you took off the whole, like, nub of my my index finger. What do what? I need that for? The nub? Just, like, to the first knuckle. That would be so painful. Yeah, but you get And you over would it. miss it, I think. The zoo's black rhino, Seiya, gave birth to Kendi, which means the loved one, in Swahili, in July 2017. She was the first black rhino to be born at the Cincinnati Zoo since 1999. The species is critically endangered because of poaching and habitat loss. Fewer than 5,000 black rhinos remain in the world. Do you think that baby rhino broke the skin of, uh, of that patron? I don't know. Well, I certainly hope not, because now that it has a taste for blood, it's going to be insatiable. <laughs> I don't know if that's the way that works, except unless it's a shark movie or a zombie I don't know. story. <laughs> I think rhinos mostly eat plants, but now he's just going to want to eat humans. <laughs> the guest was being treated for a minor injury, so no way of knowing how minor that is. We need to go there for a visit before they implement too many rules i want to i want to touch a baby rhino well you better pay up dusty getting bit on your finger and making a full recovery is certainly worth the story of saying i've been bitten by a baby rhino before have you <laughs> that's a good two truths and a lie situation don't you mm, think yeah definitely A study says that limiting kids' screen time improves brain function. What about adult screen time? This was written by my colleague Brett Molina. He writes, Cutting back on screen time along with the right amount of sleep and physical activity is linked to improvements in cognition among children, a study suggests. But Shannon, I love screen time. (laughs) And extra sleep, and no physical activity? At the very least, I have to spend probably about eight hours of screen time a day for my job, right? I mean, That's right. computers count as that, right? Mm-hmm. I like it. I mean, I, I am very comfortable behind a laptop screen or a phone screen, but I know and it's probably we, not good. <laughs> and then we go home and sit in front of the TV screen, sometimes while having our laptop or phone screen up as well. That's correct. So many screens everywhere. Yep. We're millennials. And then when we have kids, we have to limit them. They're just going to see us on our screens and be like, that's not fair. And we'll be like, too bad. We're adults. So go play with your dumb toys in person. I don't know. (laughs) Your dumb toys in person? Yeah, your your dumb non-screen toys. (laughs) This might not be a problem for our kids, though. We might have to limit them on uh, virtual reality time or... (laughs) The observational study analyzed data from a broader study funded by the National Institutes of Health, and it focused on 4,500 children ages 8 to 11. 
Researchers compared time spent on screens, sleeping, and engaging in physical activity from that study against the Canadian 24-hour movement guidelines created by the Canadian Society for Exercise Physiology to advise how kids should spend their time in a given day. The study associates kids who met the guidelines, which include 9 to 11 hours of sleep, at least one hour of physical activity. Man, kids sleep a lot. I didn't know they slept that much. Yeah. And less than two hours on screens with improvements in cognition. Researchers found even just limiting screen time or getting enough sleep had the strongest links to better cognition. Jeremy Walsh is the study's lead author who works with the CHEO Research Institute in Ottawa, Canada, said in a statement, quote, Evidence suggests that good sleep and physical activity are associated with improved academic performance, while physical activity is also linked to better reaction time, attention, memory, and inhibition. The study was published in the journal The Lancet Child and Adolescent Health recently. The study found only 1 in 20 children in the USA met all three guidelines, while nearly 1 in 3 met none of them. Walsh said that although kids who spent more than two hours in front of screens were linked to poorer cognition, more research is needed to study the impacts of different forms of screen time, such as educational versus entertainment experiences. Oh, Shannon, two hours is such a small amount of time. That's like nothing. In the grand (laughs) scheme of the day, that's no time. Like seven to nine? What's so bad about that? They're in school. What do they do in the rest of the day? (laughs) They're in school. Not interacting with any screens the rest of the day? I don't think so. What do you mean? In school, you think they're interacting with a ton of screens all day? Yeah, they got computer screens, sometimes TV screens. Do they not have smartphones at that age either? I mean, I bet I easily look at my smartphone for five hours a day at least. Because I started using a phone tracking app about how much I pick up my phone and how often I look at it. And? And I'm usually between two and three hours a day. I bet I'm at least double that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Really? I don't know. I, I, mean, I play a lot and... of stupid games. So. <laughs> two and three hours is a lot, I think. Yeah. But I also am using my phone for work or for messaging. Well, remind me not to download that app because if I find out the real number, I might, I might have to make a life change. And... <laughs> And last today, we've got the lightning-fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. Five tips on how to deal with lost luggage. I'm guessing one of them's not just cry real loud in the middle of the airport. Mm-mm. <laughs> it's not going to get you anywhere. It's not a good tip. <laughs> this is what I like to do is I like to put a little luggage tag around my arm and then get onto the luggage <laughs> conveyor belt, <laughs> just ride it around looking like terrified. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dusty. Just kidding. I don't really do that. It's probably pretty dangerous. So don't really, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't recommend doing that. It's so that. ridiculous. The world's first flying car will soon be on sale. Whoa. I would like to buy one, please, for $20. <laughs> Why? How do those I, words even come out of your mouth? I would like to I would like to buy one, but I'm only willing to buy one at the cost of what my car costs and <laughs> It's a Toyota Corolla, so it's not a lot. (laughs) It's not a lot. A seal swam up to a man in a kayak and slapped him across the face with an octopus. 
What? Yeah. Is there video of this? There's video of this. It's so ridiculous. The seal comes out of nowhere, is holding an octopus, and then slaps it completely across the face of the man in the kayak. And then the man in the kayak, after he gets slapped by the octopus, by this surprise pop-up seal, just goes... Yeah! <laughs> right after. You have to go to usatoday.com to see it. There's some gall on that seal. That's real mean. <laughs> People on Twitter were saying, like, this is the best thing you'll see all day. Maybe what, all year. <laughs> what you didn't see before the video was started was that that man was shouting down below the ocean, just really calling the SEALs family bad names and stuff. <laughs> just really, like, hurtful stuff. <laughs> so it was deserved. <laughs> now that I look at it, though, maybe it was a gift. Maybe the SEAL was just like, here, I got this octopus for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just funny because it does totally slap him across the face. But then he's thrilled about it. Like, he's not angry. He's just like, woo! <laughs> and he kind of, like, yells at the camera, like, what? <laughs> With a big open mouth. I mean, all things that could happen in open ocean water, that's not that bad, really. I mean, it's surprising and crazy. Yeah. But it... He wasn't hurt or anything, so no. that's good. I mean, if that octopus had, like, stuck to his face and bitten him with his beak or something, that would be pretty bad. Yeah, but. it would. IHOP launches its own pancake beer. I'll take six. See the amazing video of Benny, the ice skating dog. Shane, I just saw a seal slap a man with an octopus. I can't also... <laughs> comprehend a dog on ice skates. (laughs) It's just too much. It's too much. Here's something that might also be beyond comprehension for you. Dunkin' Donuts is changing its name to Just Dunkin' and fans have feelings. I don't like it. I don't like it when restaurants do this. I don't know why they have to. They're just like, oh, that's what people call us anyway, or we're not just donuts, but they should have changed the name to Stomach ache. That's because that's what I get every time I eat there. <laughs> I like Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, you like those little round potato things. Oh, I love those round potato things. Do you think things. it should be called Dunkin' Potato Wedges? <laughs> See Christian Bale as Dick Cheney in Vice. I will. <laughs> it's come a long ways from newsies, huh? <laughs> that's right. New object hints at world billions of miles beyond Pluto. Who cares? (laughs) I think those kinds of discoveries are really cool. Unless there's aliens on it, I don't want to hear about it. Next week on I Tell My Husband the News, well, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. That's why it's called the news. (laughs) I Tell My Husband the News is part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from... All across the USA Today network, just go to podcast.usatoday.com or find them wherever you listen to podcasts like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.